Hey guys, what's up? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whatever time you are plugging in, it's your girl, Erica Nicole, and I am here for episode 48. I truly apologize for taking a sabbatical last week, but sometimes it's just needed, and I did not even think about dropping a replay or a reviewed, um, you know, something from the past because I did not want to uh, give you something that wasn't relevant. So I'm here today dropping the episode for the series that we're going to be doing for the month of February, which is self-love. You know, February is the love month and all those that are coupled up are talking about coupled up. And then you have your Galentine's events for your girl um, events for those singles. And then you have some that just flat out hate Valentine's Day. Well, I don't want to be that now that I am single and no longer married, but I wanted to focus on self-love because that's where I am in the world. And you know, everything that I give here on the podcast, I try to make it relevant to um, what I feel like the people that are attached to me, my niche, my squad, my tribe are interested in. And right now, I think it's just loving ourselves um, with COVID and the pandemic and everything that's going on in this world, because it's just a lot. Um, I just think self-love is so prevalent. I was hanging out on TikTok and um, watching the um, some of the TikToks that pop up on my page, you know, talking about focusing on yourself for six months, um, going on sabbaticals and just focusing on yourself and loving yourself and doing all the things for you that you would want a partner or someone else to do. Um, then I saw the one where you do the jar and you date yourself. Well, I've been doing that for a minute. No jar, but I date myself often, especially since I've been single. I didn't know what dating myself was when I was married because of course I depended on him for all of that. But now your girl is good at dating herself. And I'll tell you a little more about that. But this month we're going to have some amazing um, women on here that I deem very powerful in the message of self-love. As I've been researching this, there's so many things that can be considered self-love and self-love is just really how you take care of you. What are the things that you do in a day-to-day basis to love yourself, mind, body, and soul? Whether that is meditating, whether that is your relationship with God, whether that is your therapy, whether that is um, planning and scheduling, um, food prepping, working out, whatever that thing is that you do. That keeps you in a place of peace, that keeps you grounded, that keeps you locked in. That is self-love. One of my um, things that I do for myself is self-love is this project here, Conversations with Erica. This is self-love for me because it is me showing up as me unapologetically and giving of myself to others. This has become a um, passion project for me, and it is truly self-love. Another thing that I do is my plants. Um, I actually started my relationship with my plants right when COVID started, um, prior to, right, all, um, 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 couldn't even get out, prior to being divorced, I started the relationship growing plants, and it has become Um, just a form of love for me. It gives me something to focus on. It gives me something to give love and to watch as I nurture and grow it. 
Um, another thing of self-love for me is my um, love for my clients and my business partners, how I give unto them. Um, and then recently, uh, coming off of sugar and carbs, realizing that although I love the taste of sugar and carbs on my tongue, my body totally does not like it. I mean, the sugar literally attacks my joints. Those of you that have autoimmune um, situations know what I'm talking about. My body does not feel good at all when I eat sugar and carbs, yet I do it over and over again, causing myself just so much discomfort. And so recently, um, I have gave it up. So today is actually day six for me, um, being uh, sugar-free and um, carb-free. You remember that song, Sugar-Free? Hey, that's what I thought about when I heard that in my mind. So yes, I am uh, sugar-free, no added sugar, um, no added carbs, um, and really paying attention to my carbs, not ketoing it at all, but just making the decision to eat the things that better um, feel better in my body. Um, another form of self-love that I do, honey, is I rest. I rest. I don't push anymore if I feel like getting in this bed and I say this bed because I'm sitting right here in my favorite spot right now recording this I get in the bed I don't care what time of the day it is if it's 6 30 if it's 8 30 is if it's 11 12 1 if my body says rest honey your girl gets in her sleep attire and I get in this bed and I allow myself to be I don't force myself to think I have to be anywhere other than where I am and for me that is big that is self-love because I used to push myself to be like the energizer bunny and to be honest that's how I ended up with the autoimmune disease stressing my body out past the point right with that I think I can I gotta do it this gotta be done go 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 attitude and not Allowing my body to rest, not allowing God to be who God was in my life, but thinking it was all on me. So these are just some random conversations, but that's what this series is going to be about. Let's take a pause for the cause. I'll be right back. So in my Google search for different topics and articles about self-love, I found one, I and mean, I'm not going to say her name right, it's by Deborah Kosh-Habo, K-H-O-S-B-A-B-A, um, in Psychology Today, and this article was posted March 27, 2012, and um, right off the top, she gives you key points Um, For self-love and one she says that self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support one's physical, psychological and spiritual growth. And I totally believe that the next one she says is the more self-love one has, the more one had more one can attract people and circumstances that support one's well-being. That I love. And I truly believe that because your life goes, my bishop always says that your life goes in the direction of your most dominant thought. And like attracts like, you know, we went through that with the law of attraction and we just know that we attract us. Right. So whoever we are, that's who we're going to attract to us. That's why you normally see two broken people 
with another together or you see an addict with another addict. Right. Or you just that's kind of how that goes. So once you begin to heal, then you begin to attract those that are in a more healed space. Right. Because that's your conversation. That's your posture. That's how you're showing up in the world. The last one says ways to cultivate self-love include setting boundaries and living intentionally. Y'all know the setting boundaries is so key. We talked about that. Um, so self-love, it, it's to me, it's just so key. It's not simply a state of feeling good. It's a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions. I love that. Um, this sounds really, and this may be TMI for a lot of you guys, but I remember one of the things I dealt with coming out of my divorce was I really had a lot of body insecurities. Um, and that's a whole nother story, and I'm not going to go too deep into why, but there were some things that happened um, in the end of my marriage that really affected me. And for me, for women, when their spouse has eyes for, oh, not necessarily women, maybe this is for men as well, so I'll take that back. When your spouse, or for me, um, when I noticed that my spouse had eyes for other women, um, his appreciation was outside of the household, if you will. Um, having conversations with other women, long conversations. The first thing I thought was it was physical, right? The first thing I thought because of the Hashimoto's hyperthyroidism, um, because of the adrenal fatigue that I've battled with over the years, I've put on weight. Right. I've been my biggest and I've been a smaller size of me. I've been all over the scale in our marriage. I have been from a size 10 to a size 24. Right. And so I'm not a size 24 now, but I'm not a 10. And coming out of that, I had a lot of insecurities. So one of the thing I really worked on immediately, and when I say immediately, like I pulled the trigger as soon as I moved into my um, my my solo apartment, my bachelorette pad, if you will, um, is I began to love on my physical being. Um, so one of the things I read an article and I can't remember whose article it was, um, but I began to um, spend more time outside of clothes, um, appreciating my physical flaws, if you will, um, looking at my curves, looking at my stretch marks, looking at my cellulite. Um, anything that I normally would pick apart, I began to show appreciation to. Um, I began to slow down um, with my um, care for my physical body. And what I mean by that is I've always taken care of myself, you know, bathed and lotion and that kind of stuff. But when I would spend time putting on my body butter or I'm a huge fan of coconut oil, um, I began to slow down and really massage and love on my body as I would expect a mate to do. Showing appreciation, loving my arms, loving because my arms are one of those areas that I just like, ooh, loving my fupa, loving my legs, just everything about me, giving adoration to. I'm spending more time in the mirror in my birthday suit. Um, all those things, I just really begin to do that. And even though, right, I'm still in the place of dealing with health, but I recently have dropped a few pounds. Thank God I'm seeing some differences and I'm feeling much better. I love my body more now. And what I noticed is um, it just gave me a new level of confidence. 
right? When I'm out in the world, when I'm getting dressed, it just gives me a new level of confidence. And shout out to my tribe because they really helped sending me TikTok videos and really just speaking affirmations to me. I remember one of my good best friends, Lord have mercy. We had a whole, a whole situation via phone, um, of being sexy. And when I say she came from my head, she came from my head, um, really getting her point across that how she saw sexy in me and I didn't, right? I had just let the situation break me. I really had. And so I began to show myself self-love in that way. And another way I continue that now is I have those times where I light the candles and I get the bubble bath. I use several different things when I bathe. I love Dr. Teal's um, different Epsom salts and different things because I do deal with stress in my body. Um, and I turn on my music and I just allow myself to soak. I remember a time when I would take a bath, but it would be so quick. Like I just felt like I had somewhere to go. And now I dial it back. Right. I just allow myself that time. And that's a really big thing for me. And I'm so appreciative of myself now. Um, I'm so appreciative of my body. I'm so appreciative of who I am that I don't look for validation in someone else. For me, that's been a huge part of self-love. Um, another thing that I enjoy doing is I date myself, right? I date myself. I go out. Um, I have a good time. Um, I'm very mindful of me. I am mindful of, um, this is one of the things that I've reason I bring that up. She says how to cultivate self-love. Become mindful. I am extremely mindful of me, right? I, when I'm going to eat, um, I make the decision, like, what do I want? How do I want to eat? When I go to a restaurant, if they sit me somewhere, I don't want to sit. I ask to be set somewhere else, right? I love fresh flowers. In my previous relationship, when I was married, I always wanted fresh flowers and I didn't get them as often as I would like to. So now I purchase fresh flowers, Trader Joe's, Walmart, Costco, Sam's. It doesn't cost a lot. Um, Uptown Grocery here in Oklahoma City. I, you, can, you can get a set of fresh flowers. Hold on. I did myself a disservice, y'all. This is real life. Alexa off. Yes, this is real life. Alexa had an alarm set and I had to just cut it off right now. But I buy myself fresh flowers. So... If someone comes to my house, like if it's a person of opposite sex, they're always going to see fresh flowers. So now it's understood, but I don't do it for them. I do it for me because I love fresh flowers. I remember when my aunts lived in California, they always had fresh flower settings all throughout their house. And just because I live in Oklahoma, that doesn't mean I can't have fresh flowers. So I'm extremely mindful of that. I'm also mindful of the condition of my apartment. I remember my ex telling me that the house doesn't always have to look like a magazine layout. And I'm thinking, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And that's because that's the way I like it to look. So I try really hard, not stressing myself, but to keep my space looking in a way that makes me comfortable, that makes me at peace when I enter in. Um, so I'm very mindful of me, what I wear. I dress the way I want to dress. Um, I'm in a place now where I wear a lot of graphic tees. Um, because I am in perimenopausal at 50, right? Anybody that's listening that knows what that means, y'all already know. Um, I do a lot of layers so I can take things on and off. Um, but I dress for me. I'm a chuckhead. 
I love a pair of chucks. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll throw on some heels, but I just like to dress a certain way. And I don't feel compelled to dress like other people. I'm not a big makeup girl, right? I'm not a big makeup girl. I tried the lashes. Ah, it doesn't really work for me because I wear glasses, but I love mascara, right? Um, I'm enjoying getting my nails done the way I want to do them, right? Fun, whimsical, but I'm very mindful of me, right? I'm, I'm doing those things. Um, another thing she says to do is act on what you need rather than what you want. Oh, I love this. Let me go a little deeper. I want to read what she says. She says, you love yourself when you can turn away from something that feels good and exciting to what you need to stay strong, centered and moving forward in your life. By staying focused on what you need, you turn away from automatic behavior patterns that get you in trouble, keep you stuck in the past and lessen self-love. So this is funny. When I first got single, my friends all asked, what do you need from us? And I said, when I go MIA, come find me, right? Because that's my norm. I said, but when I appear with familiar, say something. So what is that? It's going back to what I know and what I need in the dating realm, right? I have a type. So I told them to say something, to stop. Um, I'm very focused on what serves me best right now in life. Um, and those things, right? In therapy, we're breaking down walls and we're dealing with that. So it's very important to act on what you need rather than what you want, right? Um, I went through this huge, huge thing the first year of my marriage, um, of the divorce, the breakup of my marriage, where I shopped. I bought everything I wanted and thought I wanted. Honey, Amazon knew my address. You know what I'm saying? I did it. And so now I put a place, a reward system for me with my goals. And so as I hit a reward, each goal, as I hit a reward, each goal, as I hit a goal, each goal has a reward attached to it, right? There's a specific bag that I want, a specific bag that I want. And it's not a super pricey bag. It's just something that I want, not something that I need, but want. So I've attached it to a goal Well, the goal deadline was actually last month. The end of January, I didn't hit it. So I had to um, reset the goal, right? Same reward, but I'm not going to purchase that bag until I hit the reward. So those of you that follow me on social media, you'll know because you'll see the bag because the bag is dope, but I'm not going to do it until then. And so that's how I'm operating this year instead of just going and purchasing and getting the things that I want, which is not a bad thing, right? It's self-love. I'm doing it a little bit different this year. Um, she says practice self-care. And I think that is so huge. Um, health, sleep, intimacy with yourself. I'm getting to know myself um, a whole lot better. I've been taking some feminine energy classes. Um, I know some people kind of think, ooh, how does she love God? And she's doing feminine energy, but very well. Because feminine energy is about learning me. Every woman in the Bible operated in her feminine energy. She knew who she was as a woman. And to me, that's what feminine energy is about. It may be about something else to someone else, but I operate in masculine a lot um, in my career in corporate America. I had to be very aggressive, very assertive. I was raised in masculine, in masculine energy. My mom, um, she was very headstrong, very strong black woman, um, had to be the mom and the dad. And I wasn't easy. So you, I was what I was raised in. I learned. And so um, 
probably mid last year. No, no, not mid. Maybe last quarter of last year. Um, I started studying on feminine energy and really paying attention to how classy women dressed, not sexy. Cause I'm not, I'm not one of those, um, that show what well, I show skin. Let me take that back. I show skin. I love my legs, my big hams. I love, love, love my yams. I'm a red bone. Um, that's what most men identify me with. Cause I'm, I'm bright skinned. Um, and I love my tattoos. I do have tattoos. And yes, I love God. So please don't come for me. I, I'm sorry, but I just don't believe that God is going to not let me in heaven because I have tattoos because there's a whole lot of other things that he could not let me in heaven about. Let's just be honest. But I love the fact that I know that I'm saved, that God, that I speak to God and God speaks to me. So I'm straight. So don't come for me. Um, so I have a beautiful art piece on my left shoulder. So I love to show my left shoulder. Um, I love to show, you know, my legs out. I love um, my legs. And so I just dress a certain way. And um, for that, I'm working on that. I'm working on um, my feminine energy. I'm working on who I am as a woman. You know, at 50, that's something. Um, I'm being more intimate with myself just in conversations um, just in realizations with my feelings and things like that. So I'm just sharing some things that are working for me. Of course, my nutrition, right? I got off of sugar and carbs. I'm moving more. I'm exercising more. And sometimes to me, exercise just looks like a dance party, right? Excuse me. I am in my living room. I have the space between my living room and my workspace. Honey, me and Alexa, and we just jam it out. Movement is the key. Um, Very, very important. And then even... Um, socially, uh-huh. socially is a whole nother subject for me because I really do operate in social distancing, but I'm being very um, intentional about my social crowds when I am out, what I am doing and going in places that make me feel good, surrounding myself with people that make me feel good. And that's big. Um, her next one says set boundaries. Ooh, honey, child, honey, child, set the boundaries. People will resist your boundaries because they feel like it's about them and not about you. But healthy boundaries are good. And I am very strong right now on my boundaries. Um, I said going into after turning 50, I just would no longer allow someone to treat me different, to treat me wrong. And I have hard boundaries. And my one boundary is I am going to celebrate myself. I'm going to love myself. I don't care how it makes you feel. Right. I'm not looking for you to do it. This is my boundary. And if when I talk to you, you're negative, you don't have anything good to say, then I don't need to talk to you. Right. I don't have any um, abusive relationships. And what do I mean by that? I'm not giving, giving, giving and not receiving back. So if you're not giving and I'm giving and we're both giving together, then you're not in my life. And that's just all it is to it. No more abusive relationships. Um, so setting boundaries is very, very good. Even my walk with my walk with Christ, my relationship, my spirituality, I'm in a different place, right? I'm in a different place. And y'all heard me say it. I don't like churchy people. I don't like um, hypocritical churchy people. And so I'm very big on that. Um, I'm very solid on that. And as I'm learning, right, it means um, a lot to me. Her next one says, protect yourself, bring the right people into your life. Who is your squad? Who is your tribe? Do they have good intentions? And if they don't move around, 
right? Women, when you start bringing a man in your life, when you see the red flags, acknowledge them and bounce. Um, I had a gentleman that showed up in my life and he really wanted more. He wanted more. And immediately I recognized, uh, uh-uh, this is unhealthy. And I told him, I said, honey, you need a couch. You need some therapy. You need, you know, you need to work on yourself. And, um, we, um, we took that relationship off the table and now we're just really good friends. We're best friends. And that's what we call each other. Best friends. And I knew immediately. Right. And I think a lot of times, especially coming out of divorce, you get to a place where you don't want to be alone, but then you can't sacrifice. You can't sacrifice who you are to not be alone. And I won't do that. So for me, um, that was very big, protecting myself, knowing what's good for me and knowing what's not. And if it's not good for me, I'm out. Right. I tell people all the time I'm in a place where either it's a hell yes or a hell no. So if it's a hell yes, I'm about that life. Let's do it. And if it's a hell no, two, two fingers, deuce, I'm gone. Get rid of it. Whatever it is. Right. Protect yourself, period. Um, the next one is forgive yourself. Ooh, we child. I went through um, probably a 30 day um, self healing journey of forgiveness, releasing myself from anything um, that I did, releasing myself really even from um, the relationship, my marriage, um, how I treated my ex, how I treated myself, staying too long, leaving all of that, just really forgiving myself and letting it go. A lot of times we hold on to past failures. Not a lot of times, all the time. We hold on to them far too long. Let that mess go. It is holding you back. It is dragging you down and you cannot love yourself holding on to that mess, right? If you had the abortion, forgive yourself. If you cheated in your relationship, forgive yourself. If you lost a great job because you weren't showing up, forgive yourself. If you didn't graduate from college or high school, forgive yourself, right? Just let that mess go. Start today and move forward. Ooh, my favorite live with intention, live intentionally. You will accept and love yourself more no matter what is happening in your life. When you live with purpose by design, right? That's it. You got to be on in purpose on purpose. You have to live the life you were called to live. So live intentional every day. When you get up, be intentional about every second of that day, because tomorrow is not promised. Every decision you make, be intentional, whether it's in business, whether it's in love, whether it's in life, whether it's in your relationships, whether you're a career woman, whether you're a business, whatever, be intentional about the way you get dressed in the morning, right? About the way you look. I am very intentional. A lot of times I teach on Zoom. I facilitate training on Zoom. I'm still intentional. I get up. I get fully dressed. I put a light beat on, right? I'm not doing nothing crazy. I hit the eyebrows, little mascara, something on the lips. If I'm dark around the eyes, I'll do some concealer and bronzer. It just depends, right? I'm intentional about that thing, right? I'm very intentional about what I put on. I want to feel good. Even if it is yoga pants and a t-shirt, I want the colors to vibe. I want to feel good. Be intentional with your words. Right. When you're talking to yourself and when you're talking with others, are your words building people up? Are you leaving love? My intention this year is to do three things in every relationship. I want to live, leave, leave love. I want to leave, leave L-E-A-V-E. I want to leave love. I want to leave life. 
and I want to leave light. Those are my three promises. If you're in a relationship with me, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get love. You're going to get light and you're going to get life. I'm very intentional about that. When I'm in a space with people, I am speaking affirmative into them. Even when I'm facilitating a training, um, because of those that I train, they come from all kinds of walks of life. Um, because of my empathic ways and the fact that I have a high level of discernment and I operate in a prophetic gift, to be honest, um, I can sense trauma. I can sense brokenness pretty quick, especially in women. And the last class I taught um, in OSU Tulsa in Oklahoma, um, there was a group of ladies and they had just been beaten down because of life. And there was one in particular, every time I was saying something, um, it was hard for her to process. She was very nervous about testing. She was very nervous about being able to complete the training successfully. And I would look at her every time I saw that look on her face and I would affirm her and I would say, you got this. And the first few times I did it, I didn't make her say it back. So about midway, I kept telling her, say it with me. You got this. And we we do a two day training. So by the second day, not only was she saying it, but other women were saying it in the class. So when she passed her test, she just was like, I did it. I did it. I did it. Right. She just kept saying it. She asked me if she could hug me and we just embraced. And I, I could feel her. There was another lady when she finished. She cried. She cried. She wept. And she said, as you were telling her that she had it, I was telling me that I got this. She said, I've taken this class so many times. I've never learned and I never achieved. She said, but because of you. And I said, not him, not me, him. Right. He who sent me because everything I do, I do with intention. And so it's just very important that we're intentional in this thing. Right. And as you're on your self-love journey, let me leave you with this. Hold on. I'll be back. All right. I'm back. I wanted to take a pause right there. As you're on your self-love journey, I highly encourage you to equip yourself with the tools that you need. For me, it was God. So it was the cross. For me, it was therapy. So it was the couch. And for me, it was a coach. I needed those three things. Now, was my coach in a physical sense? Yes, I do have a business coach, but I also used books, right? Um, I'm reading Emotionally Detoxed. I am reading um, After the Rain. I am reading, uh, if you don't, you know I'm reading this one, You Are the Mountain. Those books, those authors have been my coach as well, coaching me through certain things. I am reading for the areas that I know that I need to strengthen as I'm on this self-love journey, right? So do what feels good. Do what feels good. If you need to date yourself, then date yourself. Have yourself a wind down Wednesday, right? A wings and wine Wednesday. Um, have yourself a spa day. Um, if you can't afford to go get your nails done, do your own nails. Um, there's so many ways that you can do this. Um, have a girls talk session, right? Invite your girls over. Everybody bring a bottle of wine or maybe it's coffee, maybe it's tea. Everybody bring a plate or something and dish it up, honey. Dish it up, but do what you need to do. Maybe it's exercise, but you don't know where to start. Turn on that music and dance. But whatever it is, equip yourself to love yourself intentionally. 
You don't have to be divorced to do this. This is for any and everybody, right? My self-love journey just happened to start after my divorce. But even if you're in your marriage, when you begin to love yourself better, you are able, one, to love others better. But others will love you better because they will see it. They will feel it. Decorate your office, right? I don't know who this is for, but I just feel it. Like when you go to work, clean your office up. Bring fresh fresh flowers to work in your office. Put a plant in your office, right? Put an ivy off in there because they're easy. They grow in all circumstances or aloe, right? But create an environment of love. I have a friend. Her name is Kelly Ramsey. She is notorious for creating um, spaces and they're spaces of love. They're intentional spaces throughout her house. And I love that about her. So just do that. Be very intentional about everything that you do and do it in love because you are deserving of self-love. You are worthy of self-love. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what you've done in the past. You are deserving. I love you guys. Thank you for rocking with me. I hope you hang out for this whole February for the self-love series. This is my first series, so I'm super excited. I'm super, super excited. Um, I have a lot of amazing interviews coming up. Um, I'm doing a lot of things um, this year, so I'm excited, so excited. So hang out with me, share, don't forget to subscribe and leave your comments. And guys, please go over to Apple and leave a rating. Do that for your girl. I so appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have an amazing, amazing day. Know that I'm rocking for you as you're rocking for me. We got so much more to do in life. Be blessed.